0: This is my funny comment. This is the funny comment before the show starts. Once again, this comment is the funny comment before the show starts. Thank you. That was the appropriate level of response for that. Anyways. what is going on everybody it is tuesday night it is 9 30 p.m central time it's time to get this show started with a bang what's going on everyone tuesday night 9 30 p.m central time it is the tagline with the X my name is robert adams
1: hi i'm chris adams
0: <laughs> you don't have to do it too just because i do something i mean i know i'm the older brother but i mean geez it's,
1: it's the asmr night we have some great movie news to talk about. You it's sound kind of, like, a, a news you sound like the news. like the
0: what? What's the the two people from Saturday Night Live where they're talking about uh yeah. like the sweaty balls from the
1: yeah the
0: deli- del- delicious dish on NPR.
1: These are delicious sweaty balls.
0: Yes, they are. I I love them when they're in my mouth. They taste
1: phenomenal. Oh my gosh. according <laughs> to <itself.
0: laughs> Anyways. Parents, uh, it's okay to
1: let your kids watch this. We're just quoting SNL.
0: Yeah, just that's it's okay. It's still family-friendly show. I, oh, can't imagine your kids want to watch
1: this because we're just talking about movie news, but whatever. kids
0: like movies. I liked movies when I was a kid. I know you liked movies when you were a kid. I not want to hear anybody talk so, about them though. Yeah. Uh what's going on, everybody? We got a lot of people like hanging out right here at the top. Of the show in the chat. Uh, so no, Camshaft cam was here. She says she's heading off to bed. Um, to you? Yes.
1: Good yes. luck, Cam.
0: Whatever whatever it is you're going through, yeah. And uh, let's see who else we got in here. We've got uh, Vernon. What's going on, Vernon? There he uh, is. There
1: he is.
0: And we've got uh, Tyler is in here. Where's a good Tyler comment to
1: click on? Hey, Vernon, we're talking about Cobra High this week. No, we're not. We're not talking about it this week. There's a good Tyler comment. <laughs> uh, what's on going on? This? Tagline, we're highlighting comments from the chat. Hello, Vernon, Tyler, Cam, and Rachel. How are y'all?
0: <laughs> oh, and Malcolm is here, too. I am here. Hello hey. there. Ooh, There's nothing as well. man! Um, it's been quite a week. <laughs> I need some air, Where real quick. Hold on.
1: As y'all can see, his chair needs to be replaced. Yeah, I'm, I don't care about replacing my chair right now. Though that's not a big deal. Run the shtick into the ground throughout this entire episode.
0: I'm fine. Probably. With that. So one of us needs to keep the energy up. The other one just does AMS ASMR. A- AMSR. Uh, uh, a A M S R A R S M I
1: don't know Auto Mechanical s- Sling
0: A R M S arms. Anyways. Uh yeah, it's been a wild week. Uh those of y'all, everyone has uh seen the news. Um Malcolm, you're in New Zealand, so I don't know how familiar you are with our news, but I'm pretty sure you are because it's made worldwide headlines.
1: Um <laughs> movie news is is, is worldwide news.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're having a fun time over here in the United States.
1: Um, you and I have a different definition of the word fun.
0: Yeah. Fun's doing a lot of work in that sentence. Uh, never wear a hat with horns ever again. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, uh, what were the Flintstones, uh, water Buffalo club took over the, the Senate room.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Apparently something's going on in Washington, DC. I don't know. We live in Texas. It's kind of far away.
0: So uh, needless to say, still trying to push through uh, with life as everything is. So um, how have you been doing this past week, brother,
1: that I live with? Uh, Yeah, you know, I'm like 15 feet away from you. I don't know what the actual uh, footage is between our two bedrooms, but, you know, your cat is giving everybody a show.
0: Yeah. Hey, Lola, how have you been this past week? Licking the toes I see. Okay. She
1: might might not have been good, but at least her foot tastes good. Hmm. Big gulps, huh? (laughs)
0: Well, see you later. See you later. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Now now she looks like all disturbed or whatever back here. Like, were you talking about me on camera again? (laughs) Oh, good lord! (laughs) Cute cat videos. um, And Vernon's comments not popped up. There it is. Left me clawing for more. Ayo. Bow, 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 bow. Anyways, weird week, weird strange. Uh, I'm about halfway through, almost halfway through taking this entire week off uh, so I can catch up on some Cine Fanatic stuff. So that's been the for- first and foremost of what I'm working on. Uh, last week we announced uh, changes going on to this channel.
1: Changes!
0: Um, no, we can't get copyright strike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: Did you see what the real rejects did? They said Tom Cruise's name to lightly to the theme of Mission Impossible and yeah. they still got hit. That is abs- insane, absurd. I mean, we, should, we should try too. Tom, Tom, Tom. No no, no, no. I I don't want the stream shut down by stupidity. Uh so <laughs> uh right. one of those changes that uh that we are implementing was the ranking videos. I am working furiously not right now, but outside of a live stream on getting our very first ranking video up, it should be up tomorrow. Are you working fast? I'm working very fast and furiously, uh, hoping that the video won't be delayed. <clears throat> no, no, nothing. No,
1: Lola, oh, rimshot. It's at least not going to be delayed a whole year. I know that much. No, no. (laughs) The question is, will our ranking video go to space? Yeah, eventually.
0: So uh, it's going to be our top 10, uh, was it top 10 streaming (laughs) uh, shows or streaming platforms of 2020, how they all ranked. Uh, So that was a lot of fun to film. Editing so far has been a lot of fun on it. So eager for y'all to see that. That should be out tomorrow. And I'm not going to... Uh, tie myself down to an actual time. It'll be
1: out when it gets out. I'll give you guys a spoiler. CBS All Access isn't on the list. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> we don't watch that much Star Trek in this household. Mm-mm. Uh, so what else is going on? What movies have you caught up on this past week? I didn't watch anything new uh, this past week, given kind of when the world is in chaos, when things happen, whether it's just nationwide or worldwide and things are just crazy, I like to put on some comfort films. And I put on a couple of those last week. Ones that I've already seen, love and wanted to rewatch. And that was both Jeff and Catch Me If You Can. Two, two movies I recommend very highly if for some reason you haven't seen either one. Uh, when the stream is done, go ahead and throw one on. I believe they're both on Netflix. Uh... Yeah, I highly recommend uh chef uh
0: just because I like cooking. Oh yeah, uh, don't well, watch
1: the movie theory.
0: No. Uh what's that one the the dish that he makes for Scarjo in there the pasta aglio e olio. Um and I actually did say that correctly, y'all. But I didn't stumble over that one. Uh anyone else in the in, in the chat who knows food knows uh, knows I said that properly. Pasta uh, Pasta, ugly, 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 away, 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 <aim> oh, away. Why are you on the internet? That's where that's where that went. That's. <laughs> um, so I've made that because of that movie and it's really good. I highly recommend watch that and then look it up. I think like binging with Babish has a really good uh, tutorial on how to make uh, that pasta ugly olio pasta ugly olio ugly olio um man i am trying to find something and i can't find it
1: oh the old one that's oh oh we
0: love the old one oh i'm sorry i thought it was oreo cookie (laughs) yeah that was that was something we did a lot as kids that we always thought that the uh the witches guards on Wizard of Oz were always saying Oreo cookie. I was like, this this is a paid sponsorship in my star in my Star Trek. Uh in my Wizard of Oz. Was Oreo around during that time?
1: Uh, I don't know. We're this not the Oreo, you- We're not the hey, Oreo fanatics. You get your movie news and your uh historical facts on cookie companies. Yeah. Um What else do you got going on while I do this real quick? Well, I, uh, as reported last week, I'm trying to get my Twitch channel off the ground. Uh, We did a little test the other night of that, so don't actually follow me on Twitch yet. uh, Because any streams I do right now are going to be test streams to make sure I can actually physically stream on Twitch. But we did one the other night, and my uh, capture card was... Going out on me, the audio, the video was fine. That video was actually really good, but the audio, for some reason, would cut out every now and then. So I have to take this $150 capture card, return it to Amazon, and buy the upgraded one, which is actually 200 Which means yeah. I can't actually buy the upgraded one until I get the money for the old one. so that's kind of the fun stuff I'm dealing with as I try to get prepared to do some fun little uh, streams on, on the Twitchers. Did yeah. you find what you need? Yes, I did. Good because my life be, is boring and I don't have a, another story to tell. It
0: happened to be in the last place I had it, which was not exported out of the my image editor yet. So
1: <laughs> look at anyway, that. He knew. He knew.
0: Yeah. Good job, Malcolm. Uh, anyways, to get this uh, the show back on track, uh, as always, if you have questions, comments, anything you want to send in, there is the streamlabs.com slash cinefanatics. Send in questions, comments that way. Uh, you can also do the super chat. We're not opposed to the YouTube version of uh, of money coming in. Uh, and that then
1: also
0: – And also, there is uh, patreon.com slash cinefanatics. Uh, We've made changes to that. There's new stuff coming up. Uh, Right off the top, here's things I want to announce. This coming Saturday, that is the 16th, uh, we will be doing our Patreon watch-along. Uh, I threw the question out in our Discord. We had a couple of uh, people answer, and I think we've decided we're going to do National Treasure, uh, you know, kind of given the state of the uh, the country and all it seemed appropriate.
1: And the thousand jokes that people made on Twitter saying that they now understand how it was possible for Nicolas Cage to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> yeah. So we will be
0: doing National Treasure. That's going to be this Saturday, uh, yeah, uh, we will start like around what the 9 p.m. Central time. So yeah, 7 p.m. Right. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, bring your uh, your old like Benjamin Franklin reading glasses and let's watch this movie. I don't know why Benjamin Franklin sounds like that.
1: I'm going to steal the
0: of independence. Whoa, no, that's Keanu Reeves. That's Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I know. They all sound like <laughs> I want to take
1: a hey. face off. It's Abraham Lincoln. Whoa, that was a Bill and Ted reference there. That's where we were going with that. Yeah, apparently,
0: and uh, the other thing we have is a week from tomorrow, tomorrow. so next. Next Wednesday, which there's nothing else going on at all, so should be pretty simple for uh, everyone to come join us. Uh, yeah, by the twentieth believe- of January.
1: Yeah, nothing is going on on the twentieth of nothing January at all. Nothing
0: is going on on that day. Uh, yeah. So that night, pending anything else potentially happening, uh, that night we will be doing <laughs> our live trivia hang. Uh, so if you're at the if you're at the twenty five dollar level on Patreon. Come hang out and let's let's do some movie trivia questions just for
1: funsies. Yeah. So keep in mind, we're gonna be doing that provided the internet is still accessible by all citizens and we are not trapped in a bunker somewhere because of nuclear fallout within our own country. So that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh so that will pizza be is a pizza
1: transition.
0: That's gonna be that's not gonna be like broadcast. That's gonna be a private. Uh, private hangout so yeah $25 level or higher on Patreon you could come hang out you'll get the link for that Um, that should be a lot of fun that's probably going to be also like roughly around like the 9pm central time Uh, if you notice a lot of these seem to be very like keyed into uh, where I work (laughs) and when I get off work and when I get home so that's why yeah anyways uh, other announcement that we have uh, we mentioned last week that we will be doing the uh, reviews of like movie adjacent TV shows. So, for example, this coming Friday will be uh, WandaVision. So Friday night, also about nine PM Central Time. Uh, that way, we also avoid the uh, the movie trivia Schmodown awards because I know that's that's happening earlier. So after the awards is over. Uh, If you happen to have seen WandaVision, come back to this channel and hang out. We will be doing the live review for Episode 1 and 2 of WandaVision. So it is going to be a spoiler review, so make sure you watch it. If you're going to be like us, probably stay up late Thursday night to watch it when it dropped, just like everyone did for Mandalorian. Uh, And then Friday night, we're going to be talking about it live on this channel. So Friday night,
1: Uh, take a guess as to what time? 9 p.m. Central. Good guess. So, um, so on that one, we are confirmed that they are doing two episodes for that.
0: Last I have heard, it's going to be episode one and two that's going to be coming out. So
1: hopefully hope it's not three. Cause I can't stay up till like five in the morning here. Yeah. Cause yeah. here's the great thing about central time is that it releases for us at 2am because that's midnight time for the West coast. So we have to stay up till 2am. And then if, however long they're going to be if they're like an hour long each good. yeah I might watch one that night and watch the next one when I get up
0: anyways so that's what's coming to this channel very soon
1: oh yeah good stuff um, as for who, me who did let me on the internet that's a good question probably the same person who let the dogs out I let myself on the internet I did not let the dogs out though Fantastic. Um, tch, 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 I haven't watched anything new over this
0: past week. <gasps> I, re- I also rewatched Catch Me If You Can, and I rewatched uh, Fast and the Furious. I'm actually in the middle right now of uh, watching for the first time uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight. And boy, can you tell that's a Rennie Harlan movie? <laughs> gotcha anyways
1: did you have anything else to add to that (laughs) not really
0: (laughs) Uh, i do know that's that's the one that samuel l jackson says that like that's probably like his favorite movie uh that he's ever done uh i i guess i really haven't gotten to like any of the fun parts with him in it yet but uh it it does seem like a fun movie just it's very yeah like i said you can you can kind of tell who that you can tell that rennie harlan directed that so uh movie Fenobi. Nice. Adams Brothers Adam brother. 25 a month get exclusive access to the Adams Brothers privates or something. Yeah. Robert is never given. Yeah, you know.
1: Sure. Hey, I'm all I'm saying right now is <clears throat> that's hella cheap. You're not gonna find a better deal for our privates on the internet, I promise. Yeah. Even agrees. She's out there, she's out
0: there agreeing. Yeah, I she left here and went out there to meow her head off. Oh, Anything else going on? This is a really,
1: really fun night, y'all. <laughs> yeah, it's been busy all day. It's been nonstop, like, all day today, getting this ready and that ready and working on this. I love having stuff to do. I also like feeling good so that I can actually focus on getting this stuff done. That's always fun, too. My, my uh, to-do list has been extensively long today, so... Uh, this being one of the things I can check mark this off my list doing tagline. Well, it's not over yet. (laughs) No. Have you ever, have you ever made a to-do list and you forgot to put some things on when you made the to-do list so that while you're actually working on something that needs to be done that you didn't put on the list, you then just put it on the list so you can have one more thing on your list to check off.
0: Yeah. I usually, uh, so I'm the type I have really bad ADD or ADHD, whatever the kids are calling it nowadays. And, uh, that I usually have to make a to-do list to remind me to make a to-do list later. Like that's how bad I am.
1: How is, how is it packing for air travel for you?
0: Oh man. So (laughs) every time we've done like the trips out, especially like the flying out to LA for Schmodown stuff. Um, yeah, I I never look forward to the packing because I end up like creating a list on my phone and then I go over it like twenty billion times, and I'll still forget something key like underwear, or whatever. So uh, once again, twenty five dollars a month uh, <laughs> will buy you some underwear. It's a deal. You're you'll go nuts
1: over. We're in a mood tonight on this stream, aren't we?
0: <laughs> exactly. Whew. I've just been looking at graphics for like the past like eight hours.
1: So it's nice to look at a camera. It's nice to look at my face. Mm-hmm. It will be first on someday. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, Uh, let's see. We uh, would typically get into some movie news now. Oh, well, let's get into some movie news. <laughs> let's uh, get into some movie news. Where's the, uh, need- where's the video graphic of us physically getting into a car, and that car is labeled movie news? I know. I
0: still need to create that, like, a video graphic or something, like transition. A- you know, once I'm done a- with the graphics of everything else, I'll do that.
1: It's a clown car, because we're clowns.
0: <sighs> if you say so.
1: I'm in the mood tonight, too. Okay. Anyway. anyway, What are we doing? Uh,
0: first thing of news... Uh, <laughs> Brendan Fraser is apparently starring in Darren Aronofsky's adaptation of *The Whale*, which is based off a of play.
1: Guys, uh, it's a good stream if you start off your news with a Brendan Fraser story.
0: Yeah, because here's the thing: like, other than uh, other than him doing the uh, the show on for DC, why the name slipped my head all of a sudden? Anyways, other than him doing a DC show where he provides a voice for a robot, just like uh, he's doing it. Yeah, that's fine. Thanks. Uh, I haven't seen Brendan Fraser in a long time. Like the last thing I saw Brendan Fraser in was a website asking where has F- Brendan Fraser been this whole
1: time. Like that's the last time I saw him. The last time I saw Brendan Fraser was when he did Doom one of these- Patrol. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> that's Doom Patrol. That's right, Doom Patrol. There you go. That's it. I mean, yeah, I totally knew that. Hey there, Garth. How are you doing? We know uh, you're uh, currently uh, in the hospital. Hope you're doing okay.
1: And glad you're here, glad you're here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Doom Patrol, which is essentially, from what I remember, like the DC
1: version of X Men. So probably is one way to explain it it's a very interesting looking show i've never watched it or gotten into it myself so can't really comment on it
0: anyways so Brendan frazier
1: is going to be being in
0: he's going to be in this darren aronofsky movie where again it's based off a play in which uh he's going to be playing a person that weighs
1: 600 pounds this is going to be interesting <laughs> so i mean clearly he's going to have a suit for that Yeah,
0: Uh, but this definitely sounds like the type of movie that's going to be, like, if done well, it will easily net him some Oscar nominations.
1: This just in: Brendan Fraser has been casted as Mr. Creosote. Oh, jeez! Oh, random reference there, isn't it? Oh God, I hate that! I hate that scene. Do you like a mint? It's way for thin. (laughs) Um.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Movie. Finobie. The last best movie was The Mummy Returns,
1: which that movie was kind of. Eh. I mean that that came after uh, George of the Jungle, so I'll give him that. Yeah, the first Mummy
0: was really good, uh, and I liked him in uh, Blast from the Past. Yeah, that was a that was a really fun movie with Alicia Silverstone.
1: A classic Fraser flick.
0: Also with uh uh Christopher Walken as his father. Hey. So how many, yeah, Walken, how many famous like uh actors has Christopher Walken played their
1: father? <laughs> All of them did the father role for Leonardo DiCaprio in Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> two mice climbed into a bucket of cream. <laughs> two, two mice fell in a vat of cream. One mouse drowned to death. The other one swam until he turned that cream into butter and he climbed his way out. <laughs> Guess which mouse I am. <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, I'll be doing Christopher Walken impressions for $20 uh, stream lab. Uh, Schmobot. Um, what do they call Shmo-bot. <laughs> <laughs> Go Schmobot. Go donate to the movie trivia
0: Schmodown. Come back here and he'll do an impression. That That works
1: that'd be that on and live there's someone's gonna put in 20 dollars and like we want chris to do an impression of christopher walken they're gonna be like who's chris yeah what are you talking about what we'll have we'll have the uh the fanatics from here
0: our fan- fanatics uh will be in the chat going yeah we know we got that and then they're all gonna come back here and expect that the next week <laughs> yeah that's funny so yeah, Darren uh, uh, Aronofsky movie about a play, a, based about on a British play. Brendan Fraser as a six hundred pound man.
1: Um, yes, yeah. one, box one two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, where are that's we the, at tonight? What is, is? Where is the show going? That's the response I'm looking for. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah, right, and. On.
1: Yeah, you're 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 doing the yes part, but you're not doing the and part.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, ben Affleck, he's going to be directing
0: a movie called Keeper of the Lost Cities, which is based off a, of, I guess, like a young adult novel. He's going to be doing this for Disney. Uh, this is a weird one. Now, here's the thing: we don't know anything about the book at all, whatsoever. Uh, but Ben Affleck directing a movie for Disney. If you look back at Ben Affleck's previous directorial work, none of that screams Disney. Freak <laughs> uh, yeah. yourself. <laughs> like, Argo, bippity boppity yourself. Bippity boppity boop yourself. Yeah.
1: Bippity boppity uh, boop yourself.
0: <laughs> so uh, here's that I like Ben Affleck's directing. Like Everything I've watched, especially like Argo, was good. The town was fantastic. Um, like the stuff he directs is really good. And I think he might do a really good job for Disney,
1: but I think that is really the thing that interests me the most here is that you got Ben Affleck who we've only seen so far directing stuff. That's not really meant for kids, um, Mm -hmm. directing a Disney movie, which typically Disney movies are meant for kids, at least families. So, uh, yeah, I want to see, I want to see him kind of stretch those directorial, uh, oh, whatever, muscles, those directorial muscles and try to get into something different than what he's done before. Um, and hopefully he's not ever going to direct a movie about the stupid paparazzi that keep sitting outside of his house. <laughs> leave poor man alone. He's <laughs> he's leave just to his Affleck his- alone! <laughs> he's just trying to have his Dunkin' Donuts in peace, guys. Jeez. Um, <laughs> Garth. <laughs> that's exactly true. If you want book talk, you have to go uh, hang with uh, Danny over on her channel. Oop, I was clicking off. There we go. I've got empty bookcases to prove I don't like to read. To be fair, yeah. that's not a bookcase. And this is, but it's got movies on it. And I do have books, but they're off camera. Also, I don't like to read. And all the stuff boring. that
0: would be on that shelf behind you is actually on the other shelf for the other set. You'll see it in our ranking video sometime tomorrow. Look at that. That was a plug. Yeah. Sort of. Thank you for the handoff there. Uh, was it fiction, technically a Disney movie? Um, I believe that was actually done by Miramax. So, no? I don't believe so Miramax Buen- was Disney-related. No,
1: not Buena Vista. No, or Touchstone, or yeah,
0: yeah, all
1: right. Anyways, well, yeah, interesting to see that. Uh, we will be watching that story with great interest, you know, blah blah blah. Stories, <laughs> <quote>. <laughs> uh, Morbius was announced today that it has been pushed
0: back again. This one Morbius? actually makes sense, though. Yeah, Morbius yeah. the Living Vampire, the Jared Leto Sony flick, has been pushed back to October. This makes sense because it's about a vampire. You know when's a good time to watch a movie about vampires? Around Christmas Halloween. Time.
1: Yeah, oh, exactly.
0: Yes. Christmas. Christmas
1: and Easter. You know, the birth and resurrection of our Lord and Savior. Let's yeah. do a movie about vampires. That Honestly, Easter was going to be my second guess. And then it was going to be St. Patrick's Day. But then it was going to be the 4th of July. Then, at some point, I would have gotten to October. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so... It's being pushed back. The thing I'm wondering with this is these Sony movies, apparently specifically with this one, uh, they are starting to be lightly connected to the rest of the MCU. As we saw in the one trailer for Morbius that we got, uh, there was the, uh, the the thing about Spider-Man, the graffiti on the wall, uh, saying to hunt him down, uh, seemingly looking like the general public has a negative aspect of uh, or negative perception of Spider-Man ever since the end of Far From Home when it looks like he killed Mysterio or was killing Mysterio and that the whole world is against him now. Uh, so, I mean, then you had like, your...
1: Yeah, then you had your, the falcon, your falcon drop and... Vulture. Not falcon, uh, Vulture, yeah.
0: The other bird. I get my bird mixed up. Yeah, it happens. Uh, all the birds look the same.
1: <laughs> Ooh, that's uh, birdist.
0: No. Well, I mean, call it like it is. Uh, (laughs) the thing is with these, the way they, the, the MCU movies are is we're starting to hit like a time crunch on these. I mean, like again, WandaVision's coming out this weekend. We're doing a live reaction Friday night, uh, -hmm. on this channel. Come back. Uh, but WandaVision's coming out. The other MCU shows are going to be coming out. Eventually, they do have to start cranking out these movies again. And with Morbius being lightly tied to the MCU, and you know Sony's still trying to trying to hit that goal of uh, making a Sinister Six type movie, they're going to be within the constraints of time going on, going on from here. They can't be pushing these back too much more. And this is the same thing that we've said about uh, Black Widow. And the fact that the MCU movies have been pushed back an entire year.
1: Yeah, you know what this whole uh, Sony situation reminds me of. Uh, if you go to any like bar, I know there's some on Sixth Street. I know there's one we went to in LA that uh, has like a mechanical bowl in it, and oh, you yeah. see, and you see like someone successfully riding the mechanical bowl, and they get off, and and everyone's like cheering them on and everything. That's Marvel Studios. The drunk guy who gets on the same mechanical bull afterwards is Sony. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> I can do it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be a part of this too. And they fall off within two Woo! seconds. We only cranked it up to one. <laughs> yeah. Crank that's, it up to 11. So that's, this is, this is Sony like trying to be a part. And to, to, an extent, I see that they are kind of a part of it, but if if like the MCU is this single timeline right here, Sony's Spider-Man is kind of branching off somewhat over here. And it's, which, which puts it roughly within the same, you know, the same structure as the MCU, but kind of like, Hey, we'll acknowledge it if we want to, but yeah, he's over there. He's don't mind him. He's, he's doing his thing. Um, and I feel like I wouldn't say that if Venom didn't feel like a 2000s era comic book movie. And if maybe they casted somebody other than uh, Woody Harrelson as Carnage. Um, but Ugh, terrible. <laughs> that, that's what that is. Uh, they, they are trying to link it in. Uh, it could actually end up being decent if they're able to pull off, say, what the Spider-Man 3 potential live action Spider-Verse thing might end up looking like then maybe the, the branch off kind of comes back in and it's like, it's a weird bubble, but it was really cool. It was a really cool, weird bubble that they went off on. So wow. We'll see. I know it's uh this October, cool vampire movie. Dope.
0: But <laughs> they, what they should do is eventually like have blade come out at the same time. So it's like you actually have blade chasing after Morbius, like in the box office type of thing. That'd be great. That's,
1: That's what I'd like to say. I I wouldn't mind if they linked Morbius back into like a Blade movie. So you have like the two vampires together kind of thing. But I mean, if they keep uh, delaying uh, Morbius
0: like this, I mean, it's going to be very possible that it would be closer to when uh, the MCU's version of Blade comes out. And then it would make a lot more sense to tie the two together, especially if Morbius is even slightly successful.
1: So, yeah, I like I like this. What if Michael Keaton cameo in Morbius is actually his version of Batman? He finds Morbius hanging around in his Batcave, literally. You know what? Big props to uh, Sony if they can pull that one off. Everything, uh, everything I said that sounds like it's against Sony, and what they're doing, just immediately goes out the window if they can pull off getting Batman into the MCU.
0: You know, out of all, out of all the like uh, D- uh, DC and Marvel collabs I want to see, that's not one of them. <laughs> There's like a whole bunch <laughs> more I want to see way before that. You know, if it happens, I won't be mad, but also I'll be very mad. Yeah. Uh so speaking of Black Widow, uh, there we're back to the current rumor of that Black Widow might come out day and day on Disney Plus with the with Mulan's premiere access. Uh I I'm like I'm I kind of gonna- like this. Just because the Mulan access. Yeah. The Mulan access. Uh just because I I I want to see this movie. Like it it sucks going an entire year with no MCU. Uh I've got a flow full flow. I got a flow, y'all. Uh I got a full-blown addiction to the MCU. And i I'm, I'm missing my hit this year. Like He's, he needs his fix, guys. He needs, I need, his, my, needs I, his I, fix. I need my fix, y'all. y'all. Y'all got any of them MCU movies to watch? Dang, Marvel
1: Studios got us all conditioned,
0: yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I kind of want to see them take the route though of releasing it on Disney, but I mean, still release it in the theaters if you can. I mean, that's what yeah. HBO Max did with. All with like Wonder Woman and the other movies they've got coming out. They're still going to be going to a movie theater. So, like, do that with Black Widow. That way, those of us that are in an area like we've got a couple of movie theaters around here, I would say, are perfectly safe for us. Uh, there, we've gone to them a couple of times so far. Like, we saw Tenant in the theater. Uh, there haven't been too many people there, and I don't know why she's just staring at the wall back there. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking <laughs> <at>. <laughs> okay um but uh <laughs> so weird but there's been very little people there and then typically when we go like i have made a point to make sure we get like the back row so there's no one behind us that are going to expel droplets like towards us the we're we're behind all of them so if they expel it's away from us so we are the uh, expellers Hopefully that science works out and everything checks on that. Um, I would ask Bill Nye, the science guy, if that works, but he's busy dancing as an ice cube. So topical, relevant,
1: nice. That's what I'm trying to do. Uh, I like this. Here's the thing. Uh, I believe we've probably talked about this before because this has been a rumor that's been playing back and forth uh, you know, throughout the entire year and everything. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nailed it um it's been a fun it's been a it's been a rumor that we've been hearing about multiple times the i think the kicker here is that at some point at some point marvel's gonna be back into a corner where they do have to release it in the only way they feel like they can and that's that's unfortunately the what the the, the the boundaries that you have to work in when you are talking about the mcu because again it's one long through line there's a storyline that's Interconnecting all these movies together in order to keep up their schedule and keep up contracts with actors. You know, sometimes you gotta you gotta get these movies out when you can. Actors will eventually age out of these things, and we can't push our movies for two years, uh, hoping that we can you know get another one under the belt while we still have access to these actors.
0: Which is also of the end
1: game. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, uh, at some point they will have to release Black Widow however they can, uh, especially because if they have, say, like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that show is supposed to be connected somehow to Black Widow. Uh, I know that there's they're talking about that they went back and kind of uh, reshot some things or re-edited some things um, in regards to that. So we'll, it remains to be seen if that is true, if they, if it is going to be still connected together. But regardless the mcu has to start getting movies out in order for them to kind of keep on a schedule keep on a timeline or the stories that are being told in the movies otherwise we're gonna see movies being released in 2023 which is exactly when Endgame took place and we'll be all caught up <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> everything will
0: just go like so it's the five years later and moving on <laughs>
1: yeah so uh that that'll be interesting uh i think you know, right now it's hard to determine if whether or not a full just theatrical release can happen in May. Uh, again, the, the world of movies is kind of leaning upon the world of how quickly can a vaccine be rolled out and people start feeling safe again. And so that remains to be seen. May might still be too early, you know, but maybe later on in the year, possibly. So it might, it might be, it might behoove them to do a day and date. With both Disney Plus and theatrical release. And yeah. Maybe hopefully we'll uh, actually get to see Black Widow this year.
0: Yeah. So. Like Malcolm saying. I think Black Widow's the only one that can be released anytime. I don't think it's connected to anything as Black Widow is supposed to be set. Between Civil War and Infinity War. Uh, There's a couple of things with that. Like uh, obviously if you've seen uh, Endgame. You know that uh, Black Widow. No longer exists. Uh, So supposedly moving on from here, you do have – what's her name? Yelena Yelena. Belova. Yelena Belova is supposed to be taking over as the new Black Widow as she did in the comics for a while. Uh, And we know that she's also going to be in the Hawkeye show. So there's still there's still going to be a connection. There's still going to be a black widow in the MCU. It's just moving forward with Elena being a part of it. And yeah. as she might drop in things, there might be a chance she might drop in and have a, a part in uh Falcon and Winter Soldier. So we don't know. That might be one of the reshoots they did because I believe if I remember correctly, Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to come out before WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, and then they just moved them around. So You have that, and there might be other things that pop up. Like there might be a tat. The end credits scene might show that someone in Black Widow was a scroll the whole time, thus setting up uh, the Secret Invasion storyline, going back to that. So there might be connections to it still, because the MCU is really good at throwing those all over the place.
1: Yeah. Uh, So yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. Um, Hopefully, yeah, we do get to see Black Widow. You know, because like you said, I'm I'm eager for another MCU movie. I believe the last one we got is still Spider-Man: Far From Home, so that's it's been it's been some time. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: moving on. Uh, so that whole thing that the HBO Max was doing as far as releasing movies at home while in the theater, uh, it it upset a lot of people, specifically directors and other associated production companies one of whom is legendary pictures which is the ones who've been working on uh was it godzilla versus kong Mm. so supposedly they have yeah dunes also but uh supposedly they've reached a an agreement in regards to being able to allow godzilla versus kong on the streaming service while also being in the theater this this hopefully might be good um because it did seem me when we first were talking about this we were saying that it looked like Warner Brothers just made this decision without talking to anyone like at all and that's why like legendary was upset about it and of course again like a lot of other directors were also upset about it
1: yeah so i mean so the story being what it looks like is they're working on an actual uh, agreement or coming to terms with legendary warner brothers and legendary are for being able to release that movie in theaters and still get it out on hbo max as well um i don't there's not too many like details i think out there right now uh last i saw of the story was that they are still just working on that deal um, which is really, which is really cool because that means we still get, you know, we still get Godzilla versus King Kong at some point this year. Um, for some people, you know, for that movie, and this is this is the hard thing, honestly, for that movie. That is one where I I really liked the first Godzilla movie. I did. I liked Kong Skull Island. I didn't care that much for uh, King of the Monsters. It was just okay to me. Uh, and so like. This franchise is kind of just very neutral, very neutral ground with me right now. The water. water, Yeah, I liked him. That was okay. So, for this movie, like the only thing that's selling this for me right now is that I get to see Godzilla, just King Kong with modern day technology behind it, uh, you know, visual effects and all that on a big screen. Yeah, I'm into that. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't carry on the same kind of tone that, said King of the Monsters had because, again, it wasn't too high on that one. But the idea here is that this feels like one of those movies to me that must be seen in a movie theater. You have to have that huge screen, surround sound, full experience with an audience there. And so it's kind of hard for me to, to say, like, uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and throw this on the uh, HBO Max on my computer screen right here. Or, you know, it's, I'm lying in bed one night. I'm just watch it on the phone. That's,
0: this is one that, that if you had the ability to see it like in a, a true IMAX and you were okay stomaching watching a true IMAX, I would recommend that.
1: Yeah. I want to be able to sit in my seat and be like, ooh, King Kong, Godzilla. Yeah, You, you want to sit there and like you're on the back row, but you're still looking up at them. Like that's the experience I want. I want to be able to experience what it feels like to have these freaking kaiju dudes standing there, like all big and whatnot. Um, It's probably a better way of phrasing that, but I don't care. Uh, Either way, it's, it's, it's a movie theater experience. So, uh, you know, as long as they're coming to a deal where it's still visible in the theaters, I think that that's still one of those things that, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna want to go see it in the theater. I really am
0: yeah um you good i'm i'm torn between it because i really have i've just not been a big fan of the godzilla movies lately um yeah they just oh they just have not they uh, i feel like godzilla should be like the like a tour de force type of movie uh godzilla is a classic movie monster and the new ones just have been a letdown uh, what's that movie with uh, Anne Hathaway that came out? Colossal. I thought that was a much better Godzilla movie, so to speak. Uh, and yeah, the actual Godzilla ones just not that good. We've barely seen Godzilla at all in these movies. There's been more of a focus on all the other creatures besides, like, say Godzilla or the like in the uh, for King of Monsters. Uh, there's been more of a focus on like everything else except the monsters. So it, it like, it really took me out of it. I'm not that strongly interested in it. Uh, uh, Kong school Island was, was okay. I thought that was kind of interesting, but I, I, I don't know. I don't have high hopes for this one as much as like, I want to see Godzilla versus Kong in a mo- with modern technology and effects. I have a feeling we're not going to see it until like the last five minutes of the movie. And it's just going to fall flat.
1: Well, they're in that interesting pocket for me where I'm not, my, my expectations are very tempered. I'm not going into this movie, expecting it to be like the most Oscar winning script and effort ever put on by a movie studio. Um, I do expect it to be like Oscar winning nomination for visual effects. But outside of that, uh, I'm, I'm sold purely on the spectacle side of this. This movie only sells on the spectacle side, I believe. I don't I don't think that you're gonna get somebody in there who's going, man, did you did you did you see that narrative that they're just weaving in that Godzilla versus King Kong movie? Man, that was so good. I did not expect all those twists and turns in the story. No. Uh it's gonna be, man, did you see that fist fight between the giant lizard and the giant monkey? Man, that was such a great. That was so cool. They're just wailing on each other. I don't know. Uh, I, uh, King King Kong's an ape. He's a gorilla. He's an ape. Uh, simplifying it for the joke. Um. So, it's it's going to be one of those movies. The thing is, is uh, you threw me off, and I have no idea what my point is. Welcome to Zoo Fanatics. Uh, I'm gonna open up my my monthly copy of Zoo Weekly. You'll see the muscular structure of the giant uh, gorilla. That was the yeah, zoo books. Yeah, that's, that's that's what I'm talking about. Zoo books.
0: <laughs> zoo books. Yeah, I always liked those when they showed that. Anyways, we're not the zoo fanatics, so yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Garza said n- nuclear breath versus guy who is mostly fur. This is not going to go well. <laughs> I mean, that should be theoretically one and done, <laughs> or at least you're looking at a a, a hairless gorilla
1: catching catching the giant ape on fire that'll be hilarious yeah um uh, i don't know if you put this one down it or not but we were talking about delays and they came out with the uh the delay today for uh the james bond movie again
0: oh yes
1: i didn't put that down but yeah james bond's getting delayed again maybe <sighs> the the this is the most ironic title of all time. I believe no time. <laughs> to <go>. There's been <laughs> plenty of time guys. There's been plenty of time. And that's really <laughs> as far as I want to go with that joke, because then you can start getting into some really dark territory and I don't want to touch that. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know if they're going to end up pushing this one to like a video on demand or streaming service. Also at some point, I know it's probably been shopped around and there was like rumors that Apple was trying to, trying to grab it also, but, Uh this is one that I know that you weren't like too big on the uh the more recent Bond movies but or James um, Bond in general or James Bond in general. I really like the the Daniel Craig Bonds and I'm very I'm still actually very excited for this movie but just like most movies that were supposed to come out in 2020, I tend to forget that it was coming out just because, you know, it's out of sight out of mind kind of a situation. Uh we haven't seen a lot of these things so I don't I don't remember, you know, we got trailers and I don't remember anything past the trailers. So the fact that it's getting delayed again is kind of, uh, it's kind of a bummer. It's still a big bummer, but I'm, I'm just ready for like some marketing and stuff to get amped up for some of these movies and hopefully start getting them back into theaters again. Yeah. Um, so
0: moving on to, uh, supposedly our, uh, main topic. Uh, Wonder Woman is being pushed by Warner Brothers. Wonder Woman 84 is being pushed by Warner Brothers uh for potentially getting nominations for best picture. Uh this is where they're like sending out the notifications. Uh I don't know if they're sending out actual uh like screener copies because I mean they could just say like, hey, just log into our HBO Max here, just yeah. use this, log in, log in and watch it. I don't we don't need to send out a screener copy. Uh but it, like typically it's where you would see those screener copies that pop up with like the four year consideration there's the letters there's the drive and push it's basically like a political campaign for your consideration would you consider maybe please hopefully putting wonder woman 1984 in the list of best picture nominees
1: yeah and the thing, the thing about that is, and this uh, is my exactly. thought right there. <laughs> this, this is what a lot of people think, and I'm kind of with it. There's no way, like, even the pandemic time, and you're not getting too many theatrical releases. There are still some really good movies being released on streaming services, on video on demand, just some festival darlings that came out any way they could somehow this year. All these movies probably from a classical filmmaking perspective, deserve to be highlighted a little bit more than say Wonder Woman 84. And I'm not, I'm not completely like, I'm not completely trashing that because, you know, I still, I still think Patty Jenkins is a fantastic director. I think the people involved in that movie are all still good at what they do. Just that movie itself was not, it just didn't hit home for me here. Um, As far as Wonder Woman 84, getting a best picture nom, studios do this. They take these movies, regardless of how critically they're received or how much audience receives them. They still push them for these big prestigious awards. Um, I'm not sure necessarily the reasoning. It might just be because a just in case kind of a situation. We want to, you know, shoot your shot, shoot your shot out there. <laughs> but just in
0: case there's a global pandemic and there's no other movies to dominate. Here's one.
1: <laughs> like, look, Wonder Woman 84 had a better message in it than Sonic the Hedgehog. So we got a shot here, right? Yeah. I don't know, but that's the thing. Uh, That's the thing we got to keep in mind is that these, these, all these movies, all these big budget tentpole releases, they tend to still do this anyway. I mean, what's, what's the example we had? We had, uh, was it, was it age of extinction? What was the first one with like Mark Wahlberg?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Transformers age of
1: extinction. They they did the same exact thing. They they pushed that movie for several big prestigious awards, including Best Picture. Which exactly <laughs> exactly,
0: Homeshock did the clutch with that multi-use comment there in the
1: chat. Good job, Homeshock. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this thing this something that is not foreign to to the the movie industry. These big movies being pushed for these big prestigious awards. I don't think it should be. I even even if they're still trying to find ten movies for the best picture, I still don't think Wonder Woman eighty four goes into that. Just I I think it's just too divided. And I don't know. You know, they really ever take critical response or actual audience response into consideration when pushing these things because the whole the whole structure of uh, getting these movies into these prestigious awards is very political. But. Uh, this is this is the other thing to keep in mind is that Suicide Squad is an Academy award-winning movie. Oh, never say never. Ah, bond all back. That's the thing, though. I, I love that we talk about that. Suicide Squad's an Academy Award-winning movie for what hair and makeup? Yeah, maybe. And I'm not like undervaluing that that role. It's just that. There's a difference between winning an award for your hair and makeup and then winning best picture. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: That's why. That's why those awards are typically given like right off the bat like they're they're the the big prestigious ones of course are held to the end much like say this show where we hold on to what we believe is going to be the big topic of the night to talk about towards the end so therefore everyone watching has to sit through all the the smaller news bits just working our way to the big one that we're all excited to talk about that's the way entertainment industry works so that's what we go with (laughs) <laughs> sorry to reveal that to to see the guy behind the curtain if y'all didn't know but i mean that's how this works
1: <laughs> i showing garth to reference all the bond movies in the chat before the, before we finish the show you know what let's go for it <laughs> uh, I, I, I would, I would be love
0: to see that too
1: i would love to have something to reward garth with if he can pull it off I don't have anything in my mind right now, so I don't know, but I I would like to see that. So <laughs> um <laughs> He's already done like this
0: one was really good. They'll release it on POV. That's for your eyes only, you only watch twice. Nah, that's good. That's two that's right two
1: there. It's two of, yeah. Not gonna melt. Uh anyway. so...
0: I mean, You seem
1: really enthusiastic about this new story.
0: Yeah, pushing it for best picture, like, I I don't see that happening. I I do see, again, not to beat a dead horse, I see a bunch of people just looking at it and going, uh, now, if you were doing it for maybe special effects, maybe, like, hair and makeup, uh, costume, doctor, no way I can do that. Well, there's a nice start. Uh, like I, I can give it for costuming because I, I love Wonder Woman's costume. Like as uh, she has one of those costumes that typically only really works well in the comic book pages, like drawn. Like even the the Linda Carter Wonder Woman series, her costume looked kind of weird and hokey. It just didn't look quite right. Happy. Now, of course. I didn't see it till like the 80s, and I was a kid, so it's through child eyes looking at a like a ten-year-old TV show, and I still thought it looked a little weird uh, because I I was familiar with Wonder Woman. I did have like the superpowers Wonder Woman figure, so I knew how Wonder Woman was supposed to look. And while I like Linda Carter, I just thought the costume was just a little weird,
1: but. But that's the thing with like uh, all superheroes. Was- like back in, all superheroes, like back when they were around, all their costumes were bright, colorful, and uh they worked for comic book pages. They look super campy and ridiculous on the big screen, so they have to modernize them somehow.
0: Yeah. And the the way they've done it for Wonder Woman's costume in these movies is fantastic. Uh I'm actually uh I, I'm actually a big fan. This is gonna sound weird. I'm a big fan of the boots. <laughs> And not like the Quentin Tarantino way. I like I'm a fan of like how instead of it just being boots, it does look like like Amazonian warrior shoes. But it has like the leather straps going up the side to make it look like a boot.
1: I think
0: you're really glad I I, I clarified that right.
1: (laughs) No, I'm just so glad you said the word boots because that's not the word I thought you were saying there for a minute. Oh,
0: yeah. No, I really love the boots. Uh, I love the boots. The boots. Uh, But I do like the design of them. And every time, like, when they've shown her, like, in this movie, they show her running down the street before she, like, lassoes a building and takes off. Like, they show the close-up of her boots, and the design is so well done. And it's one of those, like, I would have never thought to to do it at all. So, diamonds are forever, so is Wonder Woman's iconic. And that's the thing. They kept the look the same as the comics and everything but they they were able to modernize it and i love this about comic book movies now is you you take something that you're used to seeing in the comics and minus a couple like tweaks and stuff just to make it more realistic as far as like functionality goes these costumes are starting to look like that they could be completely plausible in the real world like Seriously, give Wolverine his like blue and yellow costume or his like yellow, orange, brown costume. I want to see that. We're not going to see
1: Wolverine anytime soon, though. So, yeah, it's it's a stretch, but she's the woman with the golden lasso, still qualifies. Uh, I didn't give it to you. Yeah, he's got the structure, he got golden in there. Mm hmm. Replace hand with woman, it works anyway. Uh, so you're saying that Wonder Woman '84 probably still fits along the lines, of, like to say the costume award, but maybe not necessarily picture. Yeah. See, Tyler knows what I'm talking about. I like her fifty-eight thousand
0: and eight calculators. <laughs> Is that like a type of shoe? Yeah, exactly. It's the calculator shoe. It's a type of shoe. Yeah. Mm. Um. Anyway. So, like, I I would be okay if they were trying to push for, like, a costume nomination. Best picture? That ain't happening. (laughs) Like, no. (laughs) I I, I don't see that as a possibility.
1: 80-85. Got it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so that's going to do it for our news tonight. Oh, wait. Deadpool had something to say about this, didn't he? We haven't seen Deadpool in a while, have we? We weren't prepared for Deadpool to show up, were we? Not Deadpool Was Deadpool possibly going to show up to talk about his movie news? Probably not. Could Deadpool show up to talk
1: about his movie news? Deadpool would very much like to not ruin my hair for the rest of the stream, so Deadpool is probably not going to show up for this movie news. <laughs> uh, Maybe next so, time, next time uh, he's got enough warning. As much that I don't have to fix my hair, then maybe Deadpool will show up.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I do know he's in the chair right next to your door, so. I believe. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> yeah, go check to see if Deadpool's over there. There's my cat, y'all. She's passed out. Oh. Hmm. Yes, he was over there. (laughs) He's over there. (laughs) Great job. Just good commitment to the part there. Uh, So Kevin Feige, yeah. Kevin Feige announced that Deadpool Deadpool 3 will be a part of the MCU, and it is going to be rated R. Wow. Way to go.
1: (laughs) Okay. There it is. Well done, Garth. Well done. (laughs) um so yeah that i think that's the interesting thing is that's these are interesting comments that he was talking about of course they're going to work with deadpool 3 because the deadpool franchise has been killing it at the box office so to speak um but they also have the entire marvel cinematic universe that they're working with now so is it possible that deadpool is going to be the first mutant adjacent outside of say scarlet witch and quicksilver Uh, First mutant adjacent uh, character that we see appear in in the MCU before actual mutants do.
0: Well, so this is going back into what you were saying a little earlier that you need to be cranking out these movies. As of right now, X-Men no longer exists. There's not a huge rush to get X-Men out. We're not trying to continue any kind of story that's seemingly already been created as far as we know. There's no reason for that. Deadpool has two very successful movies under his uh, fourth wall breaking belt and whatever else is under his belt. Uh, And they're needing to capitalize on that. They need to be able to crank out Deadpool 3 as fast as possible. Yeah, Uh, because this is one of those that when. When Disney acquired Fox, they of course, they acquire all the franchises that Fox has rights to. This is one of those franchises that it doesn't matter what you do. It could be Deadpool uh, staring at a wall on my bed like my cat, and people will want to see it. This is like a a built-in franchise that's going to make it money. That For the most part, Disney hasn't had to spend a dollar on anything Deadpool-related at all. Uh, And the second they make a movie, that's already an automatic return on that entire Fox purchase investment. Uh, so this, this, I would equate to, uh, like, you know, that Walmart is a Walmart. I don't know why I went Walmart. You know, Amazon is a huge, huge company. You haven't helped build them up at all, but you get them for a really good cheap rate, knowing that they're about to skyrocket. I believe this is called insider trading, but I might be wrong. I'm not a stock a fanatic, but like, it, it, it's kind of like that. You know, this is a guaranteed return. And you are you need to crank this out. You hit, hit hit while the hitting's good or strike while the iron's hot, whatever the weird saying is. Burn the bridge while it's still unburnt. While still unburnt. I mean, anything. You know, it's one of these where I go on like these like rant things where I just blaze a trail of what I'm saying. And I'm really surprised I don't bust out curse words while doing this. Like, holy, I can't believe this thing. And yep. then...
1: So before I inadvertently do, I think that's yeah. Cutting them off. Um, I think that's, that's the thing I'm most interested in though, is the fact that they are folding in Deadpool into the MCU. They're bringing an Ari. This is, this is unprecedented for what the MCU has done. And honestly, basically up until this point, almost everything the MCU has done has been unprecedented and not done until the MCU has done it. Uh, This in point being bringing in an established franchise within the fold of the universe they've already established themselves. So that's going to be that's going to be fun. But I think the other side of it, and I think the reason this movie will sell big numbers is that you're bringing Deadpool into a Disney created property. (laughs) I mean the um, we we know we know there's going to be so so many jokes about deadpool uh being a part of the mcu being a part of you know disney in some way like all of these jokes will will happen you we heard some of the uh, captain america references in deadpool too, only very loosely because you can't actually he couldn't actually say captain america and all that but
0: well, even even so far as calling uh, cable Thanos, so we've already had like a taste of the fact that Deadpool could cross over into this world. Uh, what I just realized is we've already seen him. I, I believe he's done it in both movies, making fun of. The fact that they've had both James McAvoy and Patrick Stewart playing Professor X. I guarantee when this comes when X-Men comes over to the MCU, it's no longer going to be either one of those two. They will get a whole new actor for uh for Professor X. And it's gonna be amazing if the Deadpool franchise is still going. He's like, Really? Another one? Like just
1: another one. Thing.
0: Him, him calling out like the changes that Disney has to make to the X Men franchise is gonna. That is just pure gold. Again, this is all built-in stuff that, like, I'm actually really surprised if Disney even spent like a minute thinking about bringing Deadpool over. The second that anyone with with like the slightest hint of creative ability thought about this, they'd be like, "Oh, this is gonna be so good." this is going to be like the treasure trove of money.
1: Well, so the thing about this is though, is that you say you look at the MCU and how they've established their characters. There is a certain, uh, there's a certain uh, bar that they've set for bringing their characters onto the big screen where for the most part, every character is classically how we know them to be their costumes, their outfits look as close as a movie counterpart can be to their comic book costumes and outfits their personalities who they are as characters they're all relatively the same as who they are in the comic books as far as what fox was able to do with their movies deadpool is dang near the closest one within their what they had in their fold to that same level of uh bringing the character on screen traditionally how they how they are in the comics and everything that Deadpool that we've seen in the Deadpool movies is a Deadpool that could theoretically, you know, give or take the rating aside fit within the MCU and just be right up there with the portrayal of Iron Man and Captain America. They portrayed Deadpool who he is as a character. And I, I do attribute part of that to Ryan Reynolds's love of the character, knowing how the character operates and then being who Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is able to being able to translate that character to screen just perfectly. So this, it it makes sense to leave Deadpool as he is established as he is one of the few properties that could exist in another property and still be able to work within the already established MCU and make a joke about it. That's, that's how that works. So I think one of my,
0: my favorite things is I'm, I'm like, I, I will ag- agree with like the pretty much rest of the YouTube community. Uh, I will click on Ryan Reynolds uh, YouTube videos, even if it's an ad for his own, like his mobile phone, his gen, his whatever he's advertising, I will still watch it. I will uh, I will accept it. I will freely watch an advertisement as long as it's done by Ryan Reynolds. It's fantastic. All the stuff he does is just it, it's uh, it's so great uh what's going on pld from call to action welcome There he is <laughs> it's he it's he it's pld uh yeah uh by the way that's a good one <laughs> uh garth is beating the living daylights out of his bond challenge uh, I, I will actually say Garth is doing so well. I'll give him the benefit of he doesn't have to do living daylights because this, this particular comment is in reference to how well he's doing this challenge. So if here's you want to thing,
1: ask I, living deadlights, <laughs> thing, I'll, I'll give Garth another, another easy out here. I'm over the moon raker with this, with what he's doing. So yeah,
0: good. Because we probably weren't going to talk about anything involving the moon or raking, and that one probably would have been a, a bit of a stretch.
1: Uh, given that one, he's easy, easy out there.
0: Yeah. Uh So, yeah, there's there's all that talk about Deadpool. Uh The other one that this is actually probably my favorite topic. When I saw this, this was the one I am eager for is Kevin Feige kept talking. He had <laughs> more? More to share?
1: I love it when Kevin Feige keeps talking.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I used to love it when, like, like I'm a big Apple fan. Like, all my stuff you can see is like all Mac products. They all work good. I like, I'm, uh, call me a Apple fanboy or whatever. Uh, uh, guilty. I loved it when Tim Cook or even Steve Jobs would be like, oh, one more thing. <laughs> I love it when Kevin Feige does it now, too. Like, oh, one more thing. Let's just keep talking.
1: Uh, uh that Serpent Society title doesn't quite look right. I love
0: that. Like here's the thing, I will like this is a bit out of the news thing. This is just me personally multiple times a year, I will still go back and watch that entire presentation. The the quality of that presentation on its own is just fantastic. Watching him uh do that flip with the uh, Serpent serpent if y'all don't know what I'm talking about uh, a couple of years back, uh, they did a a full on kind of like a, uh, kind of like what Apple does when they announce new products. Kevin Feige got up there and they announced uh, new Marvel movies coming, and this was before uh, Civil War. He announced that the third Captain America movie was going to be subtitled Serpent Society, which my first thought that went through my head was all of the all of the hardcore comic book collector geeks immediately hopped on ebay you know this happened they all hopped on ebay and they all bought the first appearance of the serpent society comic like immediately without a second thought do, are, do you have it are you selling it is it good condition sold buy 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 they did that for however long that was and then at the end of the entire presentation kevin feige turns around and goes you know i'm having buyer's remorse on that serpent society subtitle I'm, I'm not liking that. And then the, the, the whole auditorium went dark and the screen came up, said Civil War, and everyone freaked out. And you could just see all of the eBay buyers all go, shoot, or some other word to express their emotions at that exact moment. Because uh, they all just, I guarantee you, they all spent probably like $100 at least on First Appearance of Serpent Society while the price was low, thinking it was going to jack up. And that comic was still worth exactly the same as it was when they bought it. So now they've all got all these copies of this. Oh, like that that that's hilarious.
1: But also... I was going to say, what's hilarious to me about that, though, is that in that setting, at that time, the MCU had already established itself so much that the audience was freaking out about the third Captain America movie being surrounded by the Serpent Society.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you actually heard people like, yes, the Serpent Society! Like, Snakes! (laughs) Really? (laughs) Snakes! <laughs> the the downside to this the my takeaway on this is unfortunately we missed the prime opportunity to have the surface society in a captain america movie and then turn around and have nick fury going i'm tired of these mother effing snakes on this mother effing movie <laughs> like would have been great
1: <laughs> go ahead Speaking of the MCU, whatever happened to Betty Ross, I hope that Liv Tyler comes back to the MCU. She could live and let die. Hey, you you know. Know. Nailing it.
0: <laughs> Nailing it. <laughs> oh, this, this so good. is why we call
1: him magical mind McMurray. Yep. Only Garth um, can pull this off.
0: So the other thing I liked about that announcement was of course we got the the preview video of the of Infinity War and at that time they were calling it infinity war part 1 part 2 but you got that video that recapped everything we saw and then the video end ended with the close up of the infinity gauntlet and it pulled back and then you saw thanos holding it and the crowd loses its mind and i will still like even right now talking about like watching that i'm getting chills just like remembering watching it and hearing the crowd like that is just one of those moments i'm like oh that's so good nice i mean possible yeah yeah so um anyways i want i watched that a couple of times a year is what i'm saying i I just love that entire event uh that was also where they uh they first brought in uh chaswick boseman chat Chad, Chadwick.
1: Chadwick. Chadwick. I feel, All I feel right, like Tom Daniel's <laughs> Kazakh Bosman?
0: Kazakh, yeah. yeah. Uh that's where yeah, that's where they he first came out and he was there with them during Civil War uh when uh promoting Civil War.
1: Oh, man. Uh anyways, I loved, great video. I, I loved that because when they were talking about doing a Black Panther movie or bringing Black Panther in there, I was like, they better cast Chadwick Bozeman. That is like the perfect casting right now. They better cast Chadwick Boseman. And then they brought him out. And I was like, I'm so happy. A casting thought that I had is the one that they had too. You should be That's a awesome director. I feel sometimes I feel like I could, honestly. Sometimes yeah. I really do feel like I could, but uh, yeah, it, that, that was just a cool moment. I'm, I am very saddened that we don't get any more Black Panther with Chadwick Boseman, but you know, that is, that is. Oh my God.
0: I was wondering how he was going to do that and it hasn't caught up where I can click. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I was wondering how you were going to pull off Casino Royale. W- well
1: done, sir. Well done. <laughs> Although I am kind of <laughs> interested to see how the uh, other uh, Daniel Craig movies will be used. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh I, I I will tell you, Garth. Technically, you have to use Casino Royale twice.
1: Yeah, because of that seventies movie. We we may not be on long enough for him to do that, so we'll let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the the other big piece of news
0: that I'm really a big fan of is that Feige said that they may actually be reviving the Netflix Marvel shows. Uh, which is good for two reasons. One, Daredevil was fantastic. Yeah, I love Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Uh, Matt Murdock, he was perfect. Like the casting, everything about that show when it first came out was absolutely perfect. Uh, I want to see Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin in a live action MCU, I want to see him in Spider Man. Yeah. As kind of like basically what Kingpin did in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. I want to see him doing that where he's like the head of like the crime of all of New York type of thing. Uh, so I like that. I'm hoping to see that. We've already gotten supposedly a very strong rumor that Charlie Cox is going to be returning in some form. Whether that was, I don't know if that was confirmed. I can't remember if it was confirmed for either this Spider-Man three or if it's gonna be confirmed for uh
1: the She-Hulk show. Well, that's the thing when the, during the investor investor day, uh Kevin Feige was talking about when he was talking about She-Hulk, that she'll work in a courtroom where any other superhero characters might show up. You never know. And like the first one that everybody thinks of that makes the most sense is matt murdoch because he's a lawyer so that's that that's something that i'm uh, i'm very interested in seeing uh i don't know like how much i care necessarily about the rest of the uh, netflix characters like jessica jones wasn't that big of a character for me so i don't necessarily know if i actually care about seeing her character folded into the mco but her first season was very well done like i i i wasn't
0: a fan of jessica jones either i didn't care it was one of those like why out of all the characters you could do shows on why yeah. her but her uh, at least the first season of her show was fantastic I liked it uh, I would like to see Kristen Ritter like actually get folded into the MCU and see her character developed a little bit more.
1: Yeah, it's uh, uh that's that's a stretch. That one's a stretch a little bit. And lost quantum. I mean, I,
0: I okay. um but like as far as iron man and uh, iron man iron fist and uh luke cage Cage. uh, like i I am kind of hoping that they do like the official uh heroes for hire tv show because i know uh mcu could pull that off and that would be great it's also another good way to bring back uh misty knight because mm-hmm. you could bring back misty night and um what's her name completely blanking colleen
1: yeah colleen wing
0: yeah. yeah uh you could you could bring them back for that as well the, and that would the be the dragon the
1: dragon yeah. cool
0: <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about you caught us uh, they, yeah. uh, yeah, there is. I, I forgot the name of their partnership, but uh, or their comic. Um, I'm pretty sure Garth can correct me when he's when he's done with these uh James Bond puns, um, or he can find a way to fold this into a James Bond pun. That would be great too. Uh, but I want to see the uh, the second reason I was saying. I said for two reasons I like this. One was because just because of Daredevil by itself. The second reason is. These shows seemingly they started to kind of taper off by their final seasons, and a lot of people were just completely
1: out of it. Uh, Daughters of the Dragon, that's it. Um, God, you think you look at us, we can't come up with this. It looks like we've seen a specter or something. No, <laughs> no. Boom, check that one off the list. Check it off.
0: Um, so. Like these, these were starting to taper. They didn't have high like viewership. A lot of people raving about the shows anymore. This is something where I think the MCU could uh, like excel in is taking these these shows and reinvigorating, breathing new life into them, and that would be fantastic. Uh, I would, uh, me personally, I would actually like to see these characters maybe get incorporated into these other shows first. And then if there if there's a good enough of reception on them, then maybe take them back into their own show again. Like maybe Jessica Jones pops up in She Hulk as like yeah. a street level person that's like good to like help uh Jennifer Walters like get to that street level, whatever. Then she's a correspondent.
1: The interesting thing to me on this is that you've got a. If you bring back, say, like Luke Cage, he's got two two fellow individuals in that show who are actually other MCU characters now. Um, Mm -hmm. Mahershala Ali was playing. Was it Cotton Cottonmouth? Yeah. Uh, Now he's playing. uh, And then um, Alfred Alfred Woodard. Woodard. Alfred Woodard was. Was, was in there, and now she and now she came back as a, a smaller role within uh, Civil War. So, I think this... Wasn't
0: the Civil... Was the Civil War one first? I think the Civil War... Yeah, the, uh, the Civil War one
1: was first. As and far as filming goes, goes. As far yeah. as, like, filming goes, I believe it was. But I think release-wise, I think we got Luke Cage before Civil War. Mm-hmm. So... And she was – I forgot her
0: name. I want to say it was like Miranda or something. But she was like a corrupt politician in Luke Cage. And I i would kind of like it if like maybe they do a TV show or something that expands upon her character from Luke Cage. And she ends up – like she was working with, uh, say, uh, Zemo and posing – like Zemo was backing her campaign or something if she would go and pose as this mom acting like her son was lost in Sokovia talking to, so it would essentially still be the same character. Like that would be,
1: that would be very interesting. It'd be very, a very hard, like through storyline to try to pull off. Yeah. I mean, obviously they they were were able to do it all
0: credibility in, in civil war.
1: (laughs) Obviously they were able to do it. Like, uh with uh Stan Lee coming in and being like one of the watchers but mm-hmm. or being a being a uh a a person who works with the watchers but I don't know if they can do it say like that route but yeah. anyways <laughs> join the Cinfinex Patreon at higher tiers you get to be part of a monthly movie watch along. It's a view to a killer movie.
0: Yeah, so speaking of which, this Saturday, again, this Saturday we will be doing our Patreon watch-along. It's going to be of national treasure. You know, apparently anything having to do with breaking into a uh, political building, uh, an official government building, is very topical right now. So let's watch a movie about it. Let's see how uh, Nicolas Cage would do that. Hopefully he says some swear words while doing it, too, because, you know, that's also topical. Although this is a Disney movie, so he's probably not Going to say any of the words that he says in that Netflix series, uh, which is actually kind of funny if y'all haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Anyways, yep, yep. I just felt like that was a,
1: that was a nice lead into a plug, right? Uh, uh, speaking before, of other plugs, speaking of other plugs, we got a street lab donation from uh, Vernon who just dropped us a donation. Didn't say anything, just wanted to help out. So Vernon, once again, we thank you very much. You are too too kind
0: thank you sir um i feel like that's about it on movie news um yeah i don't think there was anything else so that's gonna do it for the movie news you got anything else you want to talk about those of y'all yeah. in the chat chat do y'all have anything y'all want to say to anything else do y'all feel like we y'all want to get our opinions on let us know before we start wrapping up
1: i got a i got something to talk about um how much five hour energies do we need to buy next time to give you before we do that? Uh,
0: yeah. So the cine fanatics needs a, a sponsorship to help grow this, uh, this YouTube channel. Uh, if any of y'all happen to know how to get a hold of the marketing department of any of the energy drink providers, that would be great. Uh, I, I will say that typically right now we do tend to favor bang. um, so if any of y'all have that connection, feel free to reach out and let them know, hey, I know a couple of guys who would probably be willing to uh, hawk your stuff on their uh, their their show. I mean, we've only got 10 viewers right now live, so hey,
1: that's 10 sales you could possibly get that uh, you wouldn't have gotten. Probably not probably probably not all 10 people are gonna be buying it, but that's not the point.
0: You know, I, I, I mean, I work in a, in, in a sales environment and I get uh, like not harassed or ranged or anything, but I, I get talking to about every single person is a sell. That would make complete sense. So, I mean, yeah, we got 10 people watching right now. Hey, that's 10 sales right there. You could have a potential buyer for life. There you Why go. Why do I feel like I just did the uh, the Maxwell lore type of thing? Like this could be good, but it could be better.
1: But it can be better. Like Garth Bond is a Cinephoenix fan. He spot who love Living Productions. I I agree with oh,
0: this. I, I like that. That's really good. <laughs> I agree with <laughs> that. Very one. creative,
1: actually. Uh, 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 um, the big forty in super chat. This is in honor of Garth. He truly is the man with the golden puns. <laughs> ha! I like it. I like that one. Thank you so much, Hamstruck. That's that one's a good one. I like that one. Look at <laughs> cars. How about Blue Chew? It fit with the blue theme. Uh, maybe. maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah. no.
0: we'll, we'll talk to him. We'll see what's up. Um, Joe Rogan's first, first sponsor was the Fleshlight just yet. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't need money touch. that bad. <laughs> Not going to touch that one moving on kids don't ask how do you, get, your what that how do you is. get in touch with joe rogan again i just
1: anyways um <laughs> so guys um we're gonna start wrapping up if you have any other questions go ahead and drop those in the chat y'all and uh we'll uh we'll get to some final plugs we'll bring him back for those final plugs I don't have anything. we okay. will drop him right off there. Okay. So what we're doing is guys, he said, uh, we are doing the movie watch along this Saturday. You're going to want to hop over on the Patreon, at the $5 tier. Join us live for that national treasure watch along and let's see. We're also, he said earlier, we're also doing that trivia hangout. We're going to be doing trivia quizzing and whatnot. And he definitely wants to be a part of that. So welcome back. That'll be
0: next Wednesday, not tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow, 9 PM central time. Oh yeah, that will be the Patreon. So hop on the twenty-five dollar tier. If you're already a part of our Patreon, and you want to be joining that? Just up it to twenty-five dollars. You'll get that link for that. Again, that's going to be a private. That's not going to be broadcast, though. So, it's just going to be kind of like a hangout. You got questions? Let's get some answers, type
1: of thing. Uh we're doing that on our. Oh, we're put. We're doing that on our Patreon right now. Uh, some of y'all may notice. Uh, on the thus far released uh, draft list for the Mujurish Our names are not present on that. That is fine. For right now, we are still going to be doing that over on the Patreon to prepare our minds just in case at some point they might be. Or they might end up doing some trivia in some form or fashion later on. That's all we'll say about that. So definitely, definitely want to come hang out. Still, still hashtag drafts and fanatics. We're not done with this hashtag at all. Y'all like maybe not necessarily at the end of this this month, but maybe somewhere halfway through this year. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Anyway, definitely going to want to come hang out with us during that and quiz us with your uh, quizzical trivia knowledge. And who knows, maybe we quiz back and we just all have a fun quizy time with each other. But yeah,
0: I swear I'm going to pistol with the next person that says quiz. Hey, Farva.
1: Quiz. (laughs) Uh,
0: Ah. Anyways, uh, there's also, again, this coming... So, for tomorrow, I'll throw this out there. Tomorrow, at some point, (laughs) uh, you will see our very first ranking video. That's right. We are doing ranking videos. We are becoming actual YouTubers and doing a thing that all movie YouTubers do by ranking movies and movie-related content. Our first one is we are ranking which streaming uh, services really performed very well this past year. So that's going to be sometime tomorrow as soon as I'm done with the video and I get it up and out there. Uh, So come back tomorrow. Check that out. Make sure you like, comment, share it. That's the big one is make sure you share that. Let people know. Have people come and get some eyes on it. That's how we grow this thing ultimately is by sharing and liking and everything. All of the YouTube stuff. And Uh, then join that
1: conversation in the Discord because we'll probably be hanging out in the Discord as well talking about that too. If anybody's got anything they want to say they want to share there. You know their ranking for for that topic, that specific topic. We'll be doing it in the Discord as well. So,
0: yeah. So uh, that's the other thing too. Uh, the Discord that we have, it's open to anyone who's a part of our Patreon. You donate just one dollar, you can join the the Discord. Uh, as this grows, and as those of y'all who are in the Discord, y'all could attest already. We ask questions of people in the Discord, like, hey, what watch along do you want to see this coming Saturday? And we're, again, we're doing National Treasure completely based on the recommendation from the Discord. So if you want to see something, if you want to have like some kind of control over a YouTube channel, join at a dollar, hop in the Discord, conversate with us, and make a recommendation for something. Um, I believe do I have I have a ranking channel in there don't yeah I do I have a channel in there currently for ranking if you have stuff you want to see us rank give us give us a recommendation of something to rank like w- top 10 Tom Cruise movies or top 10 times we've seen popcorn eaten in the movies or whatever I don't know. Uh, top the, the top theater chains, popcorn. That's a good one. <laughs> we'll just go top to all the theater chains in the area and just rank their popcorn. I guess
1: top, top scenes where Brad Pitt is eating food.
0: I mean, we could, we could venture off into the crazy of that one. Uh, so yeah, you have a suggestion, drop it. Let's see what, let's see what y'all have because I'm eager to rank some stuff. Anyways, that's the best way to do it. Just join the Patreon $1. You could do that as well. Um, so that is tomorrow, uh, Thursday. We may or may not have a trailer to react to. Apparently, uh, Tom Holland dropped some, uh, news on Twitter. Uh, I'm starting to believe that this is probably going to be the Apple, the Apple TV plus thing. He's doing cherry, I believe is what it's called. Uh, so it might be that, but we're, we're also thinking it might be like an uncharted, trailer if it is there will be a trailer mm-hmm. reaction up on thursday uh and then friday friday of course is the movie trivia schmodown awards uh we're not doing anything for that but we're going to be watching them uh but then after that come back here 9 p.m central time we will be doing our first live spoiler review for wandavision uh that is going to be as far as i know the first two episodes will be out on friday we're going to be doing a live spoiler review if you are able to watch it and in time come back here and give us your thoughts also because we want to talk about this show i am eager for anything mcu related and this show looks like it's going to be a full blast yeah so there's
1: back there's going to be a lot to talk about because as of right now i have no idea what this show is about still don't even by watching all the trailers, I have no clue what this show is going to be about. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot to talk about. So yeah, come back. That's going to be Friday night, 9
0: p.m. Central time. Uh, Saturday's the watch along of National Treasure. You can be a part of that if you're at the $5 Patreon level or higher. Uh, and then next Wednesday's the the trivia, the trivia hangout.
1: Trivia so hangout
0: a lot of good stuff coming on this channel. A lot of work, <laughs> but I'm loving it so far because some of the stuff like I've been working on graphics and stuff for the past couple of days, they look good. I'm proud of my work. Like I just I can't wait for y'all to see this stuff. So, yeah. It's good good stuff. Um so it's about time to start uh wrapping this up. Did we get Garth, did we get all of the uh, the James Bond movies in there? Was there any 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 of them left? As we wait for Garth to respond to that, because we know that this is the internet and it's not immediate gratification. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you follow us at Cinefanatics MLP on Twitter and Instagram. There's also Robert Adams MLP, Chris Adams MLP Twitter and Instagram. Uh follow me on Letterbox. I'm in I'm shooting for watching 2000 movies in my entire life. I'm like what 1930 or I'm about to be a little over 1930. Uh come follow me on on Letterbox. Uh my brother's still working on his, so don't follow him yet.
1: I find working.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, uh same same Robert Adams MLP on letterbox. Uh come follow me on that as well. And Garth says he got them all. Good job, sir. That was actually really impressive. <laughs> so
1: nice. Yeah. All right, guys. It's been fun. We've had fun here. The cat clearly has had fun too. She's tuckered out. Let's call it a day. It's a day. Great. See you later, guys.
0: <laughs> Thank y'all for being in the chat. Thank y'all for watching. We will see y'all next week. and yeah, that's gonna do it For my brother, for myself, y'all all have a great evening and good night later. Bo.